everyone, and welcome back to The World is Noisy, God Whispers, the podcast. I am your host, Julia Monin, author of the book, The World is Noisy, God Whispers. And this is the podcast for November of 2020, the 33rd episode already of this podcast. I've been doing this for several years now, actually a little over three. Um, and that is why I, this is a special one for me because it's been three years. If you really are following me closely and you've been following me for a while, then you know this. It's been three years since I published my first book, The World is Noisy, God Whispers. I officially published that book on October 31st. 2017. And so I celebrated the third year anniversary of that. And because of that, if you're only tuning into the audio version of this podcast, um, I'm actually recording this live on my Facebook page at the same time. Um, and so there, there's this was an exciting like a milestone of having three years. But I wish that this, these last three years were all, um, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? Perfect or um, anyway... Let's just say I have something embarrassing to share with you on the podcast today. And if you're catching this on the live stream, I have something embarrassing to share with you on Facebook Live today as well um, about this three-year journey of me publishing this book. So before we go any further and I get into that, the topic of today's podcast, let's go ahead and put ourselves in the presence of God. We're going to be focused on a reflection that you find in my book. It's reflection number 73. It's called A Leap of Faith. And we're going to focus on this reflection in the podcast today. And I want to open with the prayer, not my handwritten prayer that I end every reflection with, but there's a prayer that I included in this reflection, which I have found in a book called The Seven Capital Sins, which was published in um, 2000 by Tan Books. And there's a prayer in there, and that's what we're going to open our podcast with today. So let's go ahead and put ourselves in the presence of God. In the name of the Father, Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O heart of love, I place all my trust in thee. For though I fear all things from my own weakness, I hope all things from thy goodness. O heart of love, I place all my trust in thee. For though I fear all things from my own weakness, I hope all things from thy goodness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This reflection is called A Leap of Faith, and I'll close the podcast today with me reading this reflection, which is about me overcoming these, or the Lord helping me to overcome these perfectionist tendencies that are very much a part of who I am. And it's funny that I'm sharing this with you today on the podcast and that this has this theme has come back up in my life, because as I already mentioned, a couple days ago, I celebrated the 30th anniversary of me publishing my first book, and I am super duper a... Uh, super duper a perfectionist, right? And so I put a lot of time, effort, and energy into publishing this book, into trying to make sure everything in it was perfect, not just with content and everything as that's not enough, but also with, with the layout of the book and with how all of the, everything laid out on the inside of the book. And needless to say, I published the book about six weeks before I gave birth to my first son. We were kind of running out of time. I had a dear friend who was helping me work on the book at that time, Keisha. Shout out, Keisha, if you're watching or listening to this. Keisha is now a, a member of the Journeys Revealed Ministries team. So if you're following that, Keisha is now our, um, our what's your title, Keisha? creative director. Thank you. She was just speaking in my ear. Not really. Um, it just came to me. And so Keisha was at with, the, with me at this time too, helping me put this book together. But the baby was coming. And so we didn't have much more time to work on the book. And so we needed to just like put it out there. We got it as perfect as we could get it and just hit 
self-publish and the book was out there. And after I gave birth to my son about six weeks later and I pulled the book out, it was shortly after that, a few months after that, that I started this podcast. And the first uh, 10 episodes of this podcast, if you go back and listen to them, by the way, the sound quality on them is super terrible. But what I did is I, I spent time um, giving a behind the scenes look of each section of the book. The book has 10 sections in it. And so every month I did a different section of the book. And so I was rereading that the after the book was published. So so I was preparing for the podcast every month. And as I was rereading, I was kind of editing it at that point, um, not editing it in a deep way, but like looking for typos. And they, um, there were many, we'll just put it that way. So I published the book. Now I'm going through and kind of proofing it. And I found mistake after mistake, after mistake, after mistake, after mistake, as I was doing that first year, that first season of the podcast. So first of all, that was hard for me because I'm like, oh gosh, there's another mistake. Oh my gosh, it was like every page I was earmarking and saying, I got to fix that, I got to fix that. Then I get to the very end of the book, my acknowledgements where I'm really like thanking these people that have really just been so instrumental in me getting to that point and publishing the book. And I realized that I misspelled in the acknowledgements in the very first printing of the book, the name of my beloved spiritual director, Father David Zink. I'm like, what in the world is wrong with me? So not only did I find all these typos and misprints in the book, I get to the end, I'm like, okay, I didn't even spell his name right. So it was so embarrassing. So a year after I published, I found all these little things that needed to go fix, get fixed. I went back in, I fixed these little mistakes, these little typos, these little spelling errors that I found post-publication and kind of did another, um, we didn't officially release another edition, but I revised it and then everything that was printed from that point out those mistakes were fixed. Okay, so everything's good, everything's golden. Another year or so goes by. And um, I found a few more things here and there, but not enough to like redo anything. It wasn't as many as I found the first time. So life goes on, you realize you're incredibly imperfect and you just trust that the Lord's grace is at work even in spite of all of your many imperfections, right? And so recently, like the last couple weeks, I have been working on, um, with the help of Keisha, we've been putting together the Kindle edition of The World is Noisy, God Whispers, Volume 1. We've had requests of that since I published this book in print, and um, it was just kind of a monstrous job because we have a lot of formatting in the book that needed to come out, and it wasn't transferring right onto the Kindle edition. And anyway... Providence, as Providence would have it, now is the time that I've begun working on it. And that's another reason why I'm doing this on Facebook Live is because I have that announcement to make is that as of October 31st, 2020, you can now also get The World is Noisy, God Whispers, Volume 1 on Kindle. So we're celebrating the release of the Kindle edition of this first book as well. So as I'm going through this formatting with the Kindle edition, and as I'm putting this together, again, three years post-publication of my first book, I'm seeing this written in this new format so that I can upload it to Kindle. And I notice at the very end of my book, and by the way, you guys who are following me and like watching this and listening to my podcast, you guys are so sweet that none of you are like, Julia, I read your book and it's absolutely littered with mistakes and typos and spelling errors. And not one of you have ever told me that, but you would not be lying (laughs) if you did tell me that because it totally has been. Um, And you guys are so sweet to not like call me out on that. But as I was putting the Kindle book together and I'm going through the very end and I'm typing up there at the very end of the book is what we call an index of reflections. It's where I list each title of the reflections and then the date I wrote it and then you can find the page number where the reflections on. And you as the average reader might not use that a lot, but I use it a lot, especially when I'm doing this podcast. It's where I track like 
the reflections we've already talked about on here and so forth and whatnot. So I'm in there a lot. But I never noticed this until I went to go put the Kindle edition together, that on these 10 pages on each section where I have this index of reflection, that the word reflections, a header on each one of these pages is spelled incorrectly. Not once, but 10 times this word is spelled. And I have never noticed it. In all the three years that this book has been in print, I have never noticed the obvious misprint misspelling of the word reflections at the end of this book. And so I realized this a couple weeks ago as I'm putting the Kindle edition together. And I, of course, called Keisha and we had a good laugh about that. And I said, you know what? Three years ago when I was finding mistakes in the book, like it was crushing me. Like I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I actually thought I could publish a book. Like who am I to even think I could actually do this? I can't even spell my own spiritual director's name right. And so I'm such an, I'm, I'm just so silly for even attempting this. But now when I saw that, when I was putting the Kindle edition together and saw reflections was spelled wrong on every single one of these headers, um, I actually laughed about it. I was up here in my office by myself and was like really getting a big chuckle out of it. So I wanted to get on here live to, um, one, thank you guys for being so kind and not like calling me out on that. And two, I really want to use this as an example to those of you, because you know, we've got this nonprofit now that we, that I am president of, that we're like rolling with now. And a part of the, the heart of this nonprofit is to help people share their stories, their stories of authentic witness, people who feel called to, to share what God has been doing in their lives and in a, in a very intimate, raw way. And most likely people who aren't professional um, authors, people who aren't going to go get picked up by a mainstream publisher are the people we're going to be work with. But it's frightening to know, especially when you're not a professional, and you don't have training in it, it's frightening to know how imperfect you are. And that being consumed with the imperfections and your um, just your lack of know-how with how this process goes can be intimidating enough to like stop you from doing it. Trust me, I've been there and I just shared all of that with you. And so I'm opening this and like making this public that there's this many mistakes in this book and that it literally took me three years to find them and to correct them. And trust me, there's probably more. If you buy the print today and there's probably more mistakes that I still haven't found or missed. And I wanted to like embarrass myself on this live stream and on the podcast this month so that I could tell you that it's totally okay. It's okay not to be perfect and that that shouldn't stop you from putting yourself out there and it shouldn't stop you from taking a leap of faith, okay? And just trusting that though you are so imperfect and though what you might put out there will probably become will probably be littered with imperfections even if you have five sets of eyes looking at it and professional people trying to help you, um, there probably will still be mistakes in there and it's okay. And so that's the whole theme, all of this talking up to this point, I've been with you now for over 10 minutes, all of this talking up to this point is just to tell you it's okay if you're imperfect. And it's okay that even after you hit the publish button, that it's still imperfect and that that's not where um, the transformation lies that we hope when we share our stories, it's in God's grace where, where this goodness lies that will actually transform hearts. It's in the prompting and the movings of the Holy Spirit. It is certainly not in how perfect the things we put to print or the way we put ourselves out there is. Okay, so with that being said, let me read you this reflection. And if you follow my blog as well, then I shared this on my blog um, about a month ago because I blogged something and then after that blog went to print, I realized, oh, I totally 
said that wrong. Like it was completely a mistake. And so I shared this reflection at that time on my blog, as well as I was correcting that just to keep hitting over the head with you. It doesn't have to be perfect and it probably won't be perfect. And three years after you publish what you've been spending five years putting together and you think you have perfect, you're still finding mistakes in it. It's okay. It's totally okay because it's in God's grace where this this transformation lies. It's not in our perfection. And so to reread the prayer we began this podcast with today, O heart of love, I place all my trust in thee. For though I fear all things from my own weakness, I hope all things from thy goodness. Doesn't that make more sense now that we've we've kind of had that intro and we look at it in that light? This has been a prayer that I have, since um, seeing it for the first time years ago, memorized. And believe it or not, this is an incredibly intimate part of my own just personal life of prayer that I'm sharing with you here. But this is the prayer that I pray every time I receive the Lord Jesus in this Holy Eucharist. I approach the priest or the Eucharistic minister, and I hear the words, the body of Christ. And of course, I say with every ounce of fervor in me, amen. And then I silently pray this prayer to myself at that point. Um, because I recognize and have since recognized every single day my own weakness. But this prayer so beautifully reminds us not to trust in ourselves or in what we think is perfect or what we think we've merited, but to put all of our hope in God and in his goodness. So I'm going to read that prayer one more time, and then let's go ahead and read this reflection. O heart of love, I place all my trust in thee. For though I fear all things from my own weakness, I hope all things from thy goodness. All right, reflection number 73 from my book, The World is Noisy, God Whispers, begins on page 124. It reads, I am well aware of my perfectionist tendencies. I am well aware of how easy it is for me to go from organizing to obsessing. That is why when I found myself praying this morning that God would perfect the gifts of the Spirit in me so that I would be more confident in myself when I'm out in the world attempting to do His work, I quickly realized the error of my thinking. Sure, it's true that I can do nothing without God and without his spirit, but thinking that I should wait to do his work until I'm completely perfected is incredibly foolish. I mean, what would ever get done if we waited to do it until we felt like we were completely ready and 100% prepared for every possible scenario? Nothing. That's what. Yes, I'm learning that we never have it all figured out and that the more we learn, the more we realize how much we don't know. I'm learning that no matter how much God enlightens us, we still have to remain open for what's to come. I'm learning that no matter how much God has prepared us, we still have to trust in him to work out all the details. I'm learning that no matter how much God has proven his power in us, we still have to embrace our weaknesses. On top of that, I'm learning that God, as he says he is, is most perfectly revealed in those with meek and humble souls. Well, I pray that I am one of these meek and humble souls, not worried about what I have yet to learn, but trusting in what I have learned so far, not worried about how much more I could have prepared, but trusting in how much I already have, not worried about my many weaknesses, but trusting in his power to work through them. May I embrace the call of authentic discipleship, remembering that this call will likely mean that I'll have to take a leap of faith before I'm done looking. And of course, my friends, you've heard that expression before, right? Look before you leap. Look before you leap. And that's prudent and good advice. But at some point when you're, when you're doing this work for the Lord, when you're putting yourself out there, when you're sharing your story, when you're giving witness, when you're going somewhere you feel like the Lord is asking you to go, 
at some point, you're, you're not going to feel ready for it 100% in every way. At some point, you're just going to have to leap. And that, my friends, is what we call the leap of faith, that we leap and we trust that God will prepare us and that God will um, be with us as we go, even if we make mistakes along the way. And my friends, chances are we will make mistakes along the way, even when we have prepared and have had professional eyes looking at things and we have a team of people who are supporting us along the way, you will still make mistakes along the way. And this is where we grow in our trust of not our own merits, not what we can do, but our trust of God and of, God, of his mercy and of what he can do in us. St. Paul tells us in that very popular phrase, I boast of my weaknesses, right? That we boast, he doesn't boast of anything except his weaknesses, that the power of Christ may rest in him. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And this is this idea that when we become fully surrendered and trust completely in what God can do instead of what we can do, what God can do in us, then we embrace, yes, even our weaknesses and imperfections. So I hope you got a good laugh out of this podcast today. I know I've been chuckling to myself these past weeks as I have been putting this together and realizing after three years of having this book in print that it was still littered with mistakes and typos and misspellings. So um, I hope you chuckled at at what is really an embarrassment to me, but let's let's just laugh about it because that's what it is. And I hope you learned something. And if you're ready to take that leap of faith, if you're feeling nudged to share your story in some way and there's any way I can help you with that, please reach out to me. Um, you can go to my website, theworldisnoisy.com. We're also working on launching a brand new Journeys Revealed Ministries website, so that'll be launched soon, and you'll be able to find all of this on there as well. Um, um, but yeah, for now, if you just go to theworldisnoisy.com, you can contact me through that. Or of course, if you're watching this on Facebook or you're on Facebook, you can follow me on my Facebook page, Julia Monin Author. And Journeys Revealed Ministries has a Facebook page as well where you can follow us and, and um, stay up to date with what we're doing in our ministry as well. Okay, pleasure being with you. Please keep me in your prayers. Know that I'm praying for you as well. And let's go ahead and close this 33rd episode of the World is Noisy God Whispers podcast with the prayer that ends that reflection that I just read to you. This prayer is found on page 125. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Increase my trust in you, O Lord. May I know and believe in what you have told us, that you will guide us and direct us at the very moments we need you to, and that the weaker I am, the more powerful you become. May the hope I have in you and the belief I have in your promises far outweigh the fear I have of myself. I love you. I thank you. I praise you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.